Welcome, everybody, to this week's Talking Elite. Uh, this show is going to be pre-recorded tonight, um, so make sure you guys leave your comments down below on your thoughts on the episode and how um, we did tonight on our favorite wrestlers being booked better. Uh, tonight, I am joined by the Beard Wonder himself, the former Florida man. He is the Tennessee Wonder. He is everybody's favorite package delivery boy. He is Adam. Hey, yes, and I brought one of the worst gimmicks ever in professional wrestling. The <laughs> so I had to think. I was like, we're doing gimmicks on this episode. So I'm like, what are some of the worst gimmicks I've seen? This is one of them. Oh, uh, gobbledygooker, <laughs> man. That is a very, very bad one-off gimmick. Besides, mm. actually, recently, um, they announced that he's getting a figure. And to announce it, Chelsea Green and a couple others put on the suit. Perfect. <laughs> Can't wait to see that video. Gosh, man. Like the Godly Gooker, man. We could do a whole episode on how bad that was. Oh, and yeah. How Mark Calloway thought he was going to be the damn turkey. <laughs> so, For his career, yeah. Yep. And next, we have a brand new member to the All Elite Zone podcast. This is his first Talking Elite episode. Uh, he heard about it last minute. He is everybody's favorite wrestling, Mark. Mark. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Hey, and I'm just here uh, having a beer, having a good time with y'all. All right. Well, Mark, thank you so much for coming on Talking Elite with us. Um, we always ha love having new members on. Um, so thank you so much, man. It's been a pleasure. And I'm, I'm ready to do it, man. I'm ready to have some fun and let's talk some wrestling and some fun oh, scenarios. Yeah. And let's go. Um, if you guys haven't already, uh, go back and check out our Dark Side of the All Elite Zone series that we just got done wrapping up. It was a fun time. Um, Adam was, it was all his idea. Um, so it was great to bring that to life and write five episodes that were probably five of our best episodes we've done on the show. So I cannot wait to see where Talking Elite goes from here. Yeah, I think, um, I think ideas just within this group floats around pretty well. <laughs> I feel like everybody does um, kind of um, provide their own kind of viewpoint of it. And honestly, I think just it just popped in my head because I was just a big fan of Dark Side of the Ring on TV. So I'm like, we should do something like that because there's a lot of topics in pro wrestling that is dark that don't get talked about. So, yeah, I'm definitely. So I want to just say so on, on that topic of um, so that was the. <laughs> I, I'm so I, I got invited, but I wasn't able to make it. But um, and I haven't been able to watch. But so we just talked about that episode of the Dark Side of the Ring with Vince McMahon. Uh, we came up with five, well, one we copied um, Sunny. We, we kind of went off into more detail of her her uh, troubles. Um, but the other four were like dark side. Like we basically went off and did our own like basically stories that was inspired by Dark Side. Gave context. Okay. Um, we told like kind of the history behind some of the aspects of it. So it was a lot of fun. So if you guys haven't already, uh, go give it a listen. Um, and hopefully we'll do a part two, uh, down the road because it's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, uh, man, if you did something about that, Sonny and, um, who was the guy that was with her? Um, Chris, Chris Candido. Yeah. Oh my God. That, that episode was insane about what happened between them and, yeah. Oh man, and then with the worst she's at now. Oh man, I, I we could we could talk about uh, we could go on for hours about that episode for sure. So yeah, we, we definitely got to do a part two, 
and I'll definitely be in on that one for sure. Awesome. <laughs> well, I'll definitely have to do a whole episode on Chris too, because I feel like Chris, um, does, he needs more love in the wrestling community for sure. Yeah. I feel like without him, we wouldn't have a lot of the modern wrestling that we see today. So definitely yeah. for sure. All right, gentlemen. So what kind of drove us to AEW in a way is sometimes how WWE makes gimmicks and how they book gimmicks. Um, at least before everything changed in the last couple of years, I had a hard time sitting through a lot of the wrestlers that we were seeing on TV just because it was just their character. I couldn't get behind it. Um, and we did a gimmick shake up back a couple months ago. And a lot of people loved it. So we're doing it tonight on WWE Superstars exclusively. Um, Mark, Adam, um, what are your thoughts going into this? Do you think like do you think this is uh, do you think some of the superstars need to shake up and change their gimmicks to become more serious or more relatable? What's your guys' thoughts on some of the characters you see in WWE currently? Uh, for me, I don't know. I I, I believe man. I don't get to watch um, WWE all that much, but there are some people that I can see doing some things differently. I, I, I mean, for me, there's some characters that I just don't want to see them in groups. I want to see them doing singles runs uh, as opposed to, you know, being in these little factions. Um, I, I think Bailey being my main one, I just, I don't know. She, I, Man, I, I'm gonna tell you the fact that I saw that she's lost 88% of her matches this year just completely blows my mind. There, when I saw her and and Sasha and NXT in that Iron Woman match was one of the greatest women's matches I have ever seen in my entire life. To see her coming to this, that I just don't see that she needs to be that type of like faction leader or whatever. I feel like she should be doing something more. That's just one. Oh man. I, I mean, um, I, 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 I mean, I don't know I, I could go on and on. So Adam, I'll let you, I'll let you tag in on this, but I, I got a few more that I could, um, that I could go off on, but I don't know if Adam, you want to get in on this. Yeah, no, uh, the, honestly, like I'm, I'm with you, Mark. Like I, I don't watch WWE as much more. I still like follow it. Um, just based on what storylines are doing, because that's what draw me into professional wrestling back in the early days with the Monday Night Wars was the storylines. You know, in WCW, you had, you know, um, the NWO versus everybody. Uh, in WWE, you had DX versus everybody. You had, um, you know, romantic, uh, you know, triangle love stories in pro wrestling and the guys would wrestle for someone, you know, or, you know, you, you know, the biggest one was DX invading WCW, you know. So you had stories, and with those stories, you kind of broke away from gimmick stuff, like gimmick characters. Uh, Lane, I know we talked about this with Vince on Thursday with his start of starting gimmick characters as kind of a marketing ploy for uh, toys and for for selling products to kids and families. Um, and I feel like that's still going on today, and I do feel most of the wrestlers – on the roster of, of WWE, um, they do get lost in that shuffle. You know, I agree with Mark on the whole Bailey thing. Um, I, I'm actually 50-50 with you on that, Mark, because 50% of me agrees she shouldn't be in a faction. But 50% of me says, you know what? She's at that role in that company where she's been there so long that she's now a veteran to lead a younger group of up-and-coming female wrestlers in that company. 
to where she may see herself as a leader more so than, you know, I don't need a title. Let me work with these younger, you know, wrestlers and younger women who are coming into this game and work with them. I don't mind take, putting people over and losing 88% of my matches this year just to, you know, build a story. You know, and she's which, one of which, those people. Which, mind you, she's doing a great job of, right? I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, for her to put up, I mean, to get over EO Sky, you know, she has done that job perfectly well. So going to your point, yes, absolutely, man. I, I yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're, we're on this, we're on the same page here. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's definitely 50-50. The, yeah, she doesn't, uh, she doesn't need to be a singles run. And, yes, what she's doing is great. I mean, because, yeah, because the way she put over EO and if, and if um, uh, uh, Dakota Kai wasn't hurt, I'm pretty sure, you know, her and, and Bailey would have the, the tag belts because I don't even know where those tag belts are at right now, but I could definitely see them having the tag belts and them being like this huge like faction, right? And probably even getting even more um, female wrestlers, you know, with them, you know, to, you know, get some type of NWO type of uh, deal going where they can just dominate everybody, right? And they're just like coming like a swarm of, of you know, wrestlers that are just going to just take over everybody the way NWO did. Because the way NDO, the way the NWO came about, you know, and they just swarmed over the entire WCW roster, that shit was just, that was so, in, in it, it was just something you couldn't take your eyes off of, right? Because they, the way WCW was there, and then once, once Hulk Hogan joined the NWO, there was no stopping them. I mean, you had Big Show. You had, I mean, Lex Luger, Macho Man. They all joined the NWO, and it was just, they just took it over by swarm, right? And you could definitely see um, ba the Bailey faction, like, doing that, right? You know, if, if Dakota Kai was healthy and they, they held the belt. Because once you start getting that gold, right, like, who's going to stop you, right? Like, and then, because nobody, nobody can stop you at that point. Right, because yeah. you have everybody, and that's what happened with the NWO. Nobody could stop you. Everybody, everybody was there. Like, I mean, they could. The NWO. I remember, you know, I, I who was it? Le uh, Lex Luger, I think, fought um, Hulk Hogan, and like the NWO, the whole entire like NWO was, and it was like half of the locker room, and they just, you know, it was, he had no chance, right? And that's the way that they could do it, right? The way like if EO fought uh, Bianca. You know, and they and she had you know four or five people. Like Bianca has no chance, right? She would have to get a couple people to get on her side yeah. to fight them back. You know, and and I think that's the thing with these factions is that you know once you get gold and you get people on your side, like you can you can take over. I mean, I I, I think one of the biggest takeovers I've ever seen besides the NWO was you know NXT. Those NXT guys were just oh my god when they took out John Cena. Um, that one episode that that traumatized me. I mean, when when I saw that, I was like, "Is nobody gonna come help out John Cena when they tore apart the ring and they just they just tore apart John Cena?" It was just like, "Holy crap!" Like this is what can happen, right? Once you get a faction, yeah, that huge is that they can just swarm a, a company and just take it over. And NXT, I mean, uh, or, or I mean, right? It was NXT. Uh, because yeah, they were but, called they were called Nexus. Yeah, yeah. they were called the, yeah. 
but they put their NXT rookies. Yeah. Like that, right? And yeah, and that 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 faction was one of the most dominant factions. I, I it's the most underrated factions I've ever seen. Nobody talks about them as factions. Everybody always says uh, NWO, D Generation X, right? But nobody ever talks about Nexus. Those guys were like crazy, like good and like scary to where they were just like. Uh, you know they they put um uh, uh roberts the 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 announcer in the in the chokehold <laughs> you know I, I that stuff like traumatized me as a kid. i was like watching that and i was like what the hell is this like is this wrestling i mean you know like that stuff was was crazy good it was and it was yeah. it got you it got your eyes glued to the tv right so that's all what that's what they want they want your eyes glued to the tv and yeah so i mean i mean these factions can just they can they they can overtake and get you glued to it, the TV, and yeah, I mean I know I, I really went off topic there, but um, but yeah, but uh, with Bailey doing what they're doing, um, yes, I mean you can do it either way with Bailey. Bailey, then that's what makes Bailey that good, right? Is because Bailey can do that, but she can also do her own singles thing, and yeah, to your point, she doesn't need it, right? She doesn't have to do it. She already knows she's a vet. She's done it all. And that's the one thing I think what makes Bailey great, right? Is because she doesn't really care that she's that she has to, you know, that she's not crying, right? That she's uh, uh, well, where's my where's my belt, right? Where's my title, right? She hasn't even tried to turn on. We, we haven't even seen. I don't think. I don't know. I don't really watch it, but I don't think I've seen a single thing that where she's kind of eyeing the title from Io. Yeah. She's just like letting her do it, right? I mean, um, but yeah, I think that's what makes Bailey like really great, you know. Um, yeah. Well, hey, man, talking leads all about having tangents and talking. So it was, it was, it's great, great point on Bailey. Um, so tonight's going to be fun. So here's the rules for you guys playing at home. So we each have five different categories that we're all picking, we're all going to be doing. Uh, we're going to go doing a male superstar that we're going to change a gimmick on, female star, a tag team, a faction, and then an NXT star. So Endeavor, since buying WWE, has put the All Elite Zone Talking Elite guys in charge. They each get to make those five changes. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, I guess I will. Uh, right. So uh, I've been thinking about it all morning. Um, which, which male superstar on the main roster does need a change in a gimmick? Um, and, and I do think the number one guy that always comes up on my list is Austin theory. Um, he went from someone like, um, with a, a Vince McMahon handpicked golden boy to now this whole pretty boy. I'm better than you kind of thing. I, I think he just needs a change up to someone who's just bad. Like someone who's like a bully. Um, I, I think changing his gimmick up to someone who just, doesn't care like him and uh, Grayson Waller, I think needs to split as much as uh, people are starting to talk about how that's a good pairing. I honestly think if Austin theory can be a single star, he needs to shake up his gimmick of, you know, of this whole, you know, eight time that like I do all this, like you need to change it up to where you're just like, I don't know, like a high school bully. That's, that's how I see Austin theory. It's just uh, like a jock. Who's just like, dude, I'm better. I can steal anything from you. And, you know, and, I think that would revitalize him a little bit because you kind of look at it for someone as like, I I, I guess you kind of compare it to is like a Tony Storm, 
you know, where she revitalizes now, she's, you know, timeless Tony Storm. She's an old school movie star. You know, it's a gimmick that's, you know, Hollywood-esque. You know, you take someone like Austin Theory, who's got this whole, like, Hollywood persona. You see it over and over in pro wrestling with a Hollywood persona pro wrestler. You need to change it up. And we see the same villainized like characteristics that he has with previous, you know, you know, wrestlers in the past. I, I think him changing it up to someone like a schoolyard bully, man. I mean, hell, even someone who's like like a biker. Like <laughs> I think a biker gimmick for Austin Theory and just seeing him ride a Harley down to the, the ring, like that's the golden age of pro wrestling back in the day of you know the American badass uh Undertaker coming down or you know, Triple H riding the bike or, you know, Austin riding his ATV. That's like, like classic kind of gimmicky kind of stuff they can do. So I think Austin Theory for me is one that definitely could revitalize his, 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 his career with that character change. Kind of like, uh, well, I won't say it cause I'll save him because he's kind of done it already, but I'll mention him. Uh, uh, Jivek, J- uh, Jovic in NXT. Uh, Divek, whatever how you say his name is, um, because you know he had bangers with Keith Lee in the late, latter days of NXT Black and Gold, um, and then you know he joined Retribution, and then he came back as like this leather jacket, glass wearing beast that just beats the hell out of people. Um, so something like along the lines of that for Austin Theory would probably be really good for him. You yeah. Know, right. I, I, yeah. I, oh, uh, go, go ahead. No, I was gonna just say, like, I agree. I think, I think Austin needs to kind of go in, in a new direction, and I think that schoolyard bully would be a really good way for him to kind of break that pretty boy, Vince's boy. You know, I feel like he needs to kind of go away from that borderline babyface slash pretty boy heel. I think, I think a schoolyard bully. I think that'd be a cool one. Yeah, and, and I'm, you know, going off of that, you know, I, I think people got a lot of good reaction from Baron Corbin doing that motorcycle run, right? Like, I think I saw a lot of people like liking Baron Corbin coming out in that in that role with the motorcycle and stuff. So yeah, I think that shit works, man. Like, I, damn it, I need to stop. <laughs> You're good. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that works. I, I, I would definitely like to see Austin Theory definitely do something, man. Like that, that's that's really on point. Like, yeah, he definitely needs to change that up for sure. All right, I got a question. I'm gonna post to Adam real quick. So, who would you have Austin Theory bully first? Ooh, that's great. <laughs> Uh, man, that's a tough one. I mean, obviously, when you think of a bully, like a schoolyard bully character, you always pick on someone not your size. Uh, so he could go after a, a you know legend like a Rey Mysterio and you know kind of redeem himself from losing the U.S. title from him. Uh, he can go and you know pick on anyone from the LWO. Uh, he could go bully um, you know, some of the NXT guys, you know, he can go to NXT and just be like, dude, I'm up on the main roster and you're down here. You're not even on varsity. Like he's, he can go down there and work that kind of stuff in NXT with guys like, um, you know, um, Wesley or, um, you know, um, trick will, you know, not trick Williams, but you know, Carmelo, you know, and, he, he could just tease all these guys, you know, heck he could, what, what WWE is doing now is they're sending a lot of main roster guys down to NXT to, you know, either get like uh, eyes on it or something like that. 
they can send a revitalized schoolyard bully character of Austin Theory down there to kind of be uh, the uh, I can't even pronounce his name Dra- Dragonoff the the champion now go down there and bully him saying you could act tough but you're not tough like I, I feel like as long as he sticks to that story of picking on people not bigger than him I think it works out but it's so hard because the roster is just you look at the roster and you're like all these guys just look the same yeah but also, <laughs> they, they all like, look generic but also like you said getting away from that character that he is now yeah definitely right like he's like a big like I mean he probably, you know like come in like a darker you know Austin theory instead of him being trying to be this pretty boy you know, oh, I'm taking selfies and shit, you know. Dang it, I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> but anyway, but like, you know, getting away from that, you know, getting away from that character, yeah, being a darker, you know, yeah, broader. Oh, yeah, I'm like, I'm already on the main stage. Like, you're just a little, you know, thing here on NXT. Yeah, he can go over there and dominate. Like, I would love to see that. Uh, so, I mean, uh, I, uh, so if I could chime in on this one. I can do my character. So if I could do one, oh man, I, I have, I have thought about this for. I mean, I actually haven't thought about this for a while, but I've been thinking about this ever since I seen him on the Indies. Is Ricochet is turning heel? Oh my God, man! If I could see Ricochet turning heel, he has been such a babyface for so long. This man needs a heel turn. I feel like more than anybody in the history of WWE. Um, I mean, maybe Apollo Crews too. I mean, but Apollo Crews probably kind of did something like that, I think, um, at one point, but he couldn't get over. But I think, um, I think Ricochet, man, I think Ricochet could just do something big, you know, as a heel with, with Bobby Lashley. I, I, I forgot what that uh, thing is called with them, but I don't really need him to do anything with them. I just think him being a heel, um, just the darker side of him, right? Where he does something different than just being this baby face, you know, oh, my girlfriend's the announcer, you know, type of deal, right? Because we already, okay, we all know that already, but, you know, I feel like he needs that heel turn in order to to get him off. Because, you know, I mean, I mean, in wrestling, that's the main thing. I mean, uh I, I mean, I think nine times out of ten, a wrestler needs to get over in order to turn heel, right? How many wrestlers have we seen that just are baby faces, and then when they turn heel, they just go and they shoot to the they shoot to the sky? Because once you know, I want once you see them turn heel, you just see them. It's like holy crap! They turn better. They they win matches, right? And and ricochet. You know, I want to see him win gold. And if I see him win gold as a heel, you know, winning winning that, you know, I mean, I don't know if anybody's going to – I don't know who's going to take that belt off of Gunther. Uh, but, uh, you know, maybe – I don't even – who has the United States Championship in WWE? I don't even know who has that, but – Isn't it still Ray? Or is it – Yeah, it's Ray Mysterio. Yeah. Oh, oh which God. for there you go. Which oh, for me, God. which for me, real quick, I don't understand why he has that. Because he's already a Hall of Famer. He's had a career. I mean, you evidently could have given that to a younger talent, you know? So I never understand the booking in WWE. And I and look, I'm over here, and I don't even know who has that belt. Look, I didn't even know who has that belt. And so, hell yeah. So look at that. I mean, think about Ricochet as a, as a, as a heel taking that belt off of Ray. 
I mean, book that right now for tonight, right? Because okay, I, I I'm gonna go out and, and say this. I had no idea fast lane was tonight. All right, so I mean, I had no idea. Did y'all know the fast lane was tonight? Yeah. Dude, I don't even, and I usually see something about it because I mean, I, I mean, obviously I'm on wrestling Twitter, so I see all this stuff, and I literally saw this morning that fast lane was tonight. I don't even know one match that's going on. Lane, give me a match. What's 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 the match? What what's a good match going on tonight? I know fast lanes tonight. Uh, <laughs> I do apologize. I don't know the card. I just know it's tonight. Not so. your fault. Not your fault. We're not we're not in this room All right. for that. But anyway, but uh, so my thing would be yeah, would be Ricochet, so, Ricochet. and taking that belt off of Rey Mysterio. I think that would be my one. Uh, okay. So having him to defeat Ray, um, how would you instigate the feud? How would you start the feud off? Oh man, just I mean, well, just him turning dark and, and you know attacking Ray um, in a match or one of the LWO members, right? One of the LWO members, right? Him coming in and, and messing up one of their matches, and then Ray coming out and then being like, "What the hell?" Right? And then Ray uh, and then Ricochet just boom, just smacking him kind of like the way his son did and just turning on him and just and then boo right and then you get all the boos you get that pop from everybody oh you know you see the heel turn and then boom and then you and then you set up the feud from there and then you know you set up the match and have him take the belt off of ray i mean I, that awesome i mean and that's dude that is simple 101 right there i mean i i don't understand how wwe can't see something like that that, that could and that would draw I, I, for me, I would love that. I, I mean, I would, because I don't want to. I'm tired of seeing Rick Shea as a as a as a baby face. Like it, it, and and Rey Mysterio and the LWO. Where are the heels? Like, how many heels are there in in WWE? Because for me, when I watch wrestling, I like bad guys. I like to watch the heels. I like the guys that like to piss people off, right? Because I don't like to. I, I like. Uh, baby faces too, but I want to see the baby faces that piss people off, and I don't see that in WWE. Like even the guys that piss people that are trying to piss people off are like not pissing people off. <laughs> yeah, because you remember like MJF like pissed people off. I mean he fucking just got people pissed off. Like you just hated him. Like I mean you wanted him to just shut the hell up. I want to rip your head off. Like, oh, you think you're better than me and blah, 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 right? There's nobody that does that in WWE. Nobody has that. Even, um, uh, uh, back to your guy, uh, Adam, uh, um, Austin Theory, that he couldn't, I mean, I, I don't know if he was that, that he was that good looking or what, but I mean, he pissed, uh, and Dominic Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, like, he pisses people off, but you could tell, like, um, they still kind of like him because, you know, he's with, you know, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley and people like them. You know, I, I mean, I don't I don't think that, that there's anybody that just sets people off. Like, I remember yeah. watching as a kid The Rock, right? And I remember The Rock pissed people off when he was with the Nation of Domination. When he was with the Nation of Domination, he just pissed people off. And he would always cheat to win, right? The nation would always help him to win. And he was, and then, you know, he would tell everybody to shut the hell up. And, you know, and you would get those authentic boos, not the, 
not the mic booze that come in from WWE. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just, I'm just joshing on that. But yeah, but I'm, I'm just, I, I just want to see somebody get fucking really hated in WWE. Something's, I want that on uh, that authenticity of hatred. Right? I'm just like begging for that from from WWE. Something to get me watch, man. Like that's what got me to really watch AEW was was that they had these guys that can be generally hated, right? Like, anybody that went against the elite, like, they hated at the beginning, right? Anybody that went against the elite, and then MJF, when he turned on Cody, that was one of the biggest, like, heel turns. I mean, I mean, it wasn't even a heel turn. It was just him turning on Cody. And people were just, like, freaking out and... Uh, and you know the booze would come in, and they hated him. And he would talk about oh, you're a fat loser, and you live in your mom's basement. And I'm like, yeah. Well, I mean, it's another bedroom, but I mean, damn. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, 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 that was one of my things that I that I just I want to see something that from me, and I think Ricochet can can provide that to if you were to do it the right way, if WWE can put the storyline the storyline in the right way that he can be one of those like really general generally like authentic heel turns but then again i mean he's always been a baby yeah. so it might be hard well you know what hey i would love to see a ricochet heel turn i think you could actually give him a good character arc because i feel like since he left nxt he hasn't had a whole lot to do so i like Seriously. that Seriously. all right so I walk into Titan Towers, okay? I have a lobby full of wrestlers. The first person I'm bringing in is Bronson Reed. So Bronson Reed, okay, one thing that AEW and WWE both have not done well with, booking the bigger monsters, okay? Oh, the big guy, the big guy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bronson Reed was one of my favorite wrestlers in Impact Wrestling when he was under Jonah. And just to have him come out and just destroy people or have like some of the biggest matches, because he could go with people like Josh Alexander, but then he could also go up against like PCO. So what I would do, I would bring Bronson Reed in. Okay. I would, I would give him the tools to succeed. I would make him a monster. Okay. First, I would have him attack every baby face possible. So every week for, for a month. I don't want him any feuds. All I want him to do is come out, do a squash match, and then on Raw, have him come out at the end of the night, and every baby face, I want him to just destroy. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, roster's getting ticked. Comes out, cuts a promo saying, where is my gold? I need gold. Okay? I'm a monster. Okay? I have beaten all these jabronis. It's time <laughs> for the Bronson Reed era of Monday Night Raw. And then you hear, burn it down! And Seth oh. Rollins comes out, does his... <laughs> I, I, Bronson, Bronson, okay, you can't beat me for this. I have beaten all your heroes, okay? I will beat you. I will accept your challenge. So... At Survivor Series, your main event is going to be Bronson Reed versus Seth freaking Rollins. And Seth is going to come out in his Beast Slayer gimmick. I'm going to have him have the Beast Slayer shirt that he wore 
when he defeat, defeated Brock Lesnar, I'll have him cross out Beast and put Bronson. Okay. This match will be a banger. Okay. Seth will go up for a curb stomp, but Bronson would basically end up flipping him up, putting Come. him into a, a Boston Crab, making Seth tap out. Oh, I'm into a finisher, just p- tapping him out to a simple, you know, a simple, um, to a simple clutch or a, something, something like along those, you know, tap out kind of moves. Like you want, you want to put him to sleep. You want him to tap out. So Bronson Reed is getting the world heavyweight championship. What the fuck? That's amazing. Like what the hell? What, dude, why are we not working for this company <laughs> right now? Like everything we're talking about, it just makes sense. Right? Like, I mean, Oh yeah. my God, that makes super sense. I, I didn't even, I, I totally forgot about Bronson Reed because they don't even, they barely use him, right? I mean, I rarely see anything about him because the only thing I see about WWE is really online. And I haven't really seen anything about him. So, I mean, and and who did he beat in New Japan? Did he not beat, uh, um, who was it? Yeah, uh, God dang it. Um, uh, uh, um, Damn it! Who was it? That's why Google's our friend. Yeah, but he beat. I mean, uh, but I remember everybody talking about him. He was like, they were like, oh, he beat. And then all of a sudden, and then WWE got him back after he beat. Um, let's see, Okada. I think it was Okada. I think it was Okada. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was Okada. And everybody was like, holy shit, he beat Okada. Yeah, it was Okada. And then yeah. he beat Okada, and then, and it was like, holy shit, he's, this dude's gonna like have this like crazy run in New Japan, and then WWE signed him back, and then what did they do? He's back doing nothing. Yeah. And yeah, so what you're saying, yeah, so because this dude should be dominating everybody, because I mean, come on, nobody can really beat this dude. I mean, yeah, so he should be, I, I would love to see them just doing squash matches, and then yeah. Yeah. And then doing a match like that with Seth and then winning that belt. And then maybe like somebody like Bobby Lashley coming after him after that. You yeah. Know? And then them putting on a banger at WrestleMania, you know, something like Give that. Give him a challenge, you know. Bro, I'm and I'm I'm paying to watch that. I would pay <laughs> yeah. to watch that. I would pay to watch uh Bronson versus uh Bobby Lashley. Give me that match. Give me that match yeah. for the belt. You know, after he beats, you know, if he were to beat Seth at, you know, Survivor Series or, you know, Royal Rumble and then, and then Bob, because what happened to Bobby Lashley? What is Bobby Lashley doing now? Like, I mean, I thought he was in the picture. Business, I think, at one time. He's still, so he's, he's apparently lined up with the Street Profits. Um, and they're kind of doing like their own newer version of the Hurt Business with Bobby in the MVP role. Um, but I like the idea of, of uh Bronson Reed getting this massive heel. It's kind of like I think what they're trying to do with Nia Jax right now is making her this character of where she just beats up the female roster and hurts them mm-hmm. until she's like, there's no one standing, so you should give me a belt. And that's <laughs> basically it could be Ripley's like next opponent, which is weird because you're basically booking a heel versus a heel in, in a title match if that's if that's what you're trying to do, or you're trying to book a big woman's like Fatal Four Way or you know Six Pack Challenge, you know, because I miss those. I miss the Six Pack Challenge matches for titles. Those are always fun because you never know who's going to win. Yeah. And so 
I think the idea of having a monster like Bronson Reed, who's so talented for his size, see, the guy can move for his size. He's he's like a Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb is the same way. Big guy, but can move. Um, oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah I, I honestly think that, that Bronson Reed does need a little bit of, of a character twist. He can keep that whole monster kind of gimmicky kind of thing, but make it serious. Um, and then my take on Ricochet, um, I love it. I love the idea of turning Ricochet heel uh, because he's been a face so long. I mean, you had him team with another face in, in tag team tournament with uh, uh, Braun Strowman. You know, and, you know, obviously everybody knows that his fiance is Samantha Irvin. So it's like, but, and I like that the idea of him feuding with Ray. With my idea is him and Ray have already had a match. And a lot of people don't know it, but they had a match in Lucha Underground when he was Prince Puma. Uh, him and Ray wrestled each other uh, in, in Lucha Underground when he was the Prince Puma character. And uh, so I think reigniting that that feud in WWE would be great. Um, the way I see it, WWE would do that is kind of opposite of what you were going with, Mark, even though I like your ideas where it's just out of nowhere because um, it's something you don't see coming. But it's the idea of maybe Ray's getting beat up, LWO can't help, help him, so Ricochet comes to help him. They have a tag match, and then after the tag match, Ricochet just levels Ray Mysterio. That's the, I feel that's the way WWE that, would look that. at you know, the, WWE would book that because it seems that's their motif when it comes to get, turning guys' heels. They either drag it a long ways or they pair them up with a random person to help them because they have a, a respect for them, but then turn around and beat them up. Yeah. You know, so I, so both ideas I like. So, yeah. yeah. And I do, and I like that idea too. But it just seems like, it, doesn't it just seem like, that's something that AEW would do, but it's not something that WWE is would do, right? Because I don't know. It just for me, it seems like WWE wouldn't do something like that just because you know him and Samantha do have their relationship, and I just feel like they're not gonna, they don't want to turn him while she's like the beautiful ring announcer that's super awesome, you know. And I don't know. I just feel like that's not something that that, that I don't know if that's something that WWE is like really like on the fence about i don't know i could be wrong i could be wrong but i mean i i mean i like i said i want to i want to see it and i love your idea about it but man it just seems like wwe just doesn't seem to want to pull the trigger on some of these things sometimes <coughs> i don't know just saying just saying well i think um i think it could happen because it would have to be a dynamic like how moxley and renee young are or a or an paquette where you have that concern. You use that to your advantage where it's like, why are you doing this? Why? You use that part of his heel turn and storyline. And then then you kind of just let it kind of fade into the background. She does her own thing as the ring announcer. He goes off and just becomes one of the next big heels. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, because, you know, but Renee is over there in the back and, and she and and she still gets, you know, yeah. she's getting heat from wrestlers that, that they'll talk crap about John Moxley right there in front of her, and she's like there, like rolling in her eyes, you know. And uh, Samantha doesn't have to worry about that too. She just all she does is just ring announce. So she's not back there with the wrestlers. She doesn't have any interaction with the wrestlers too. So that's that's a whole other aspect. I for me, I believe because yeah, because Renee's in the back and she actually interacts with the wrestlers. <laughs> She'll be back there while they're getting stitched up, while they're getting you know ice bags. 
you know, Samantha's out there just sitting on the sidelines, you know, doing the, the sideline interviews. So she's not even really like into it that much. So, I mean, I don't feel like, I mean, so I feel like they could still do without it. I mean, still do it with her still being them together. Cause it doesn't really matter. Right. Cause she's kind of not really, she's there, but she's not yeah. really there. Right. Cause she's just an announcer. So it's not as big of a deal. So I think they could they could still do it. I mean, I I guess I guess yeah, I'm kind of contradicting yeah. that and okay. uh, that that might have something to do with it. But yeah, I guess in a sense, it really doesn't have anything to do with it. All right. Well, next we're going on to our female superstar, um, Adam. We're back to you. Who? What female superstar would you give the rub or change their gimmick? Um. Right. And I've been thinking about this one too. Um, and I feel like WWE could pull it off. Um, I don't know if they want to because of the audience she pulls in. Uh, but Bianca Belair, I think Bianca Belair would be beneficial turning heel. Um, I, I, I feel like you don't got too many female heels on the roster right now. Um, the, the only three big ones you see, I mean, even someone like a Rhea Ripley, like, like Mark had mentioned earlier are still getting cheered, you know, Rhea Ripley is still getting cheered. Um, but you know, Bianca Belair, I, I think would benefit from a heel turn. Um, it sucks because I don't think WWE, uh, they see her as like a John Cena. Well, they'll never turn John Cena heel after he became a big baby face. You know, it's just, it just won't happen because he's a merch seller. Kids love him, all that stuff. It's the same with Bianca Belair. She's a merch seller. She was a champion. She was the longest champion, one of the longest champions, and then one of the shortest champions. But she also has the kids that love her, you know, and, you know, she's out there doing public appearances for WWE. So it's very hard for them to pull the trigger. But I do think a, a heel turn because Bianca, believe it or not, was a heel in her NXT days. She, she was a heel. Um, it wasn't until she got to the main roster is when she started getting the cheers and the support from the fans of becoming a babyface. Um, so I do think they should revisit her her heel character um, from the NXT days because, you know, already uh, you don't know what she is, but Charlotte Flair, you don't know what she is. She You don't know if she's a heel or a face. All she is is I'm first in line for any title because I'm Charlotte Flair and I have my daddy's <laughs> last name. That's it. That is it. That is all they go with with her story. And that's why, to go back to, to Mark loving Bailey, that's why I went back and rewatched Bailey's promo um, to Charlotte Flair the other night saying, dude, who do you think you are? Just because you use your daddy's name to come back, think you could go jump in the front of the line of everybody that's working their ass off to try to get a number one contendership. So it's like you don't know where she stands, but with Bianca, you, you at her as a, as a heel, because even Haska, who's supposed to be a heel, still getting cheered, you know, ever since they let her introduce her Kana character, you know, uh, I, I think that was genius that they let her bring that character in the evil clown Kana, um, and stuff like that. So I'm like, you gotta make another heel. You don't have a lot of female heels on the roster, you know? So making Bianca go back and kind of, turn that a little bit to become a heel, I, I think would benefit her the most. I could see that. I think I'd love to have that go back to her NXT days a little bit and then just make it better. So I'm, I'm down for I'm down for a heel turn, Adam. You know, it's crazy how many characters could benefit from a heel turn in that company. 
sad as well. Yeah, it's it's especially because when you look at the roster and when you look at a wrestling roster, uh the one thing I look at is and I still do it from the early days when I was a kid was how many faces are there and how many heels are there and which one outweighs the the the, the other and how can you balance that out? And is something growing stale with one character that's a face that could benefit them turning heel and maybe turning a heel into a face. So for a while there on SmackDown, I think you had a lot more heels than you had faces. Um, and you had a lot of injuries happen too, you know? Um, so with that, um, and then obviously the, you know, tragic passing of Bray Wyatt, you know, you, you, you started looking crap. We've got to, we've got to start looking at our roster here. And I think that's why, because of the, the, pops that Ellie Knight were was getting they went with that decision be like listen he let's make him a face because he's getting pops if he's getting pops and people are saying his 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 slogan and all that stuff um we gotta make him a face to balance out that roster so it is that a balancing of your face and heels otherwise you got one set of of um characters that outweigh the other yeah well Yep, so we're having a heel turn um, for one of the biggest females on the roster. Because, like, like you said, Charlotte Flair, we don't know what really she is. You know, Rhea Ripley, technically, just because of how much support she has with Judgment Day and her dom-dom, really, technically, is a baby face. You might throw Chelsea Green in there as a heel, but she's more just character-driven with no really almost, like, gray area where it's like, we don't know. So. Yeah. I'm I'm down for a heel turn, uh, Mark. What about you? Who? What female would you change up on that roster? Sheesh, man. I mean, <clears throat> honestly, I'm really stuck on this one because I really have no. I don't. I don't really know where to go. But I mean, I'd probably go back to what I was thinking about with Bailey, and just Bailey going out on her own. And um, I don't know if it would be. I I guess it would be a heel turn. Um, and just turn on on EO. Um yeah, because I mean the, the I mean the Ross it's like Adam said, I mean who's I mean how I mean how many fields did they really have? How many faces are there? Everybody's just kinda like kinda mixed, everybody's just kinda in limbo, right? There's not really like so much like heels and and baby faces and um like right now, I, I, yeah, I'll just go back to what we were talking about before and just turn Bailey on EO and have her go for that ship. Um, you know, have her come and, you know, just turn on her one day, right? Like the way Christian did to um, Jungle Boy, you know, somebody that was like a mentor and then, you know, she loses a match that wasn't for the bell. Right, and then she's just like, "Oh, you know, it's okay, it's okay." And then, boom, just turn on her, and then just go completely heal, and just mess her up, and then set up a big feud. I mean, I, 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 I mean, that's the only thing that I could come up with, honestly. At the top of my head, that's the only thing that I come up with, and I think it would make a lot of sense. And then Dakota Kai would have to like be making a choice, right? The way, um, the way Ruby had to make a choice between Soraya and, 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 and Tony, you know, to where she's now she's with Soraya, you know, and so you would have kind of like that same thing to where, oh, I need to make a choice. Who am I with, you know, and, 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 and just, and that could build up a big like storyline for, 
you do something now and then you think about it like world rumble you know you set up like a, a triple threat or something like that and then the one who loses the triple threat wins the belt i mean wins the wins the world rumble and then sets up a match for for wrestlemania you know and then the other one comes in and says that was my belt originally and, you know you set up a triple threat between them three uh and then you set up a triple threat for WrestleMania. I mean, that's, I mean, that seems like something that could be, that could do numbers. I don't know. In my opinion, I think that that, that I, I think that seems like something really intriguing. You know, we're talking about all this stuff, bro. WWE is stealing our ideas right now. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, we, we, yeah, we got our, we got our match set yeah. for Survivor Series, for WrestleMania, for Royal Rumble. I know Vince is probably over there, like just sitting at home watching us. <laughs> oh, that's good shit. That's good shit. That's good. Yes, yes. That's good shit. That's the stuff right there. Yeah, Vince McMahon just. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. I'm stealing that. Oh, that's my yeah. idea. Uh, these are the guys we need in our roundtable. Not those. We need to writers. sign these guys. I don't even know who they are, but we gotta get them in our producers. Why do we hire stupid Hollywood writers when we could sign these guys for half the price? <laughs> yes, Vince, you could get us for half the price, Vince. Yes. You know, I think looking at it now, with, um, I think really the, the one shtick that I always thought worked, and I don't know why they went away with it, because it was still over, and you could still do a whole much more with it without going stale, but is the man game with Becky Lynch. I think Becky Lynch needs a gimmick change and she needs to go back to being the man. I think she needs to come back out acting like a, uh, the, the new version of Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, I need her to come out. I need her to do her. Uh, what's her? You remember what her finisher is off the top of your head? This, well, she's got the submission, which is the disarmer, and then the back, the, the backplex, I think. I don't oh, know. That, that thing, man the, hand, the manhandle yeah. slam. Yeah, the manhandle. Yeah, the manhandle. Have slam, her, yeah. have her come out, do the manhandle slam, and just roll out of the ring, and just like have her be just fun, exciting. Have her cut her man promos. Like, well, I see a whole bunch of women on the roster, and I see a couple of championships. Now, which one of you is the man gonna be? Do I have to come back there and find you? So I'd have her just be dominant, cocky. You know, I would have uh, Charlotte Flair come back and challenge her. And what, don't, don't even do a championship match. Do a number one contendership match at the Royal Rumble and have Becky Winch win against Charlotte and then come back the next night and win at the Royal Rumble and then have a full steam ahead and have her main event night one at WrestleMania. I love it. Like, Sounds good to me. I think you need I, to have... Dude, I mean, her, when she was out there, when she got her her, her face busted open and she was yeah. out in the crowd, that was one of the coolest moments in women's wrestling history when she was out there. Because talking shit to Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Saying, oh, yeah, you busted my nose and blah, blah. And she was just all bloodied up. That was one of the coolest yeah. moments ever. Well, it was Nia Jax that busted her nose up um, that gave her that man character. And then it was the whole um, rivalry with Ronda with the whole, you know, just because you came from MMA doesn't mean you know how to fight kind of stuff. And I thought that was like, chef's kiss perfect 
the first women's match to main event at WrestleMania ever. I thought it was I thought it was a perfect way for her to win. You you had to be behind the man in that one. And but, not surprising yeah. that it was Nia Jackson did that. <laughs> yeah, you can't be surprised. But think about it, when Randy Orton RKO'd her, it all made it worth it. Oh yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think one thing that WWE is kind of struggling with is tag teams. I feel like there's no really um, serious tag teams right now. So what I would do is I would change up. I'm kind. Of, I'm sorry. I'm going right into mine. I do apologize. Go, go. Yeah, no, go ahead. But um, I think you need a new serious tag team, and I think you need to use Chad Gable and Odin. I think, I think you had them drop all their silly shtick. And I think how to do it is you set a match with the New Day, Kofi and Xavier Woods. And then they both come out. They're all dancing, having the fun time. And then just halfway through the match, have a switch flip. Otis, no more worm. And just have them just be dominant. Just doing suplexes, mat work. And I would have Otis pin Xavier Woods. And then from there, I would actually set them up to be the tag champions. You make them. I think they are great talent, but there there's times where their characters are too good, where they're being limited by their character. Otis can go. Otis can wrestle. I'm glad he's a goofball, but I think you need to show more serious side of Otis. And then Chad Gable, we saw that a couple months ago, where he was just going left and right, where he was just having like classic wrestling matches. So I think I think you go ahead. I think you need to drop their silly gimmick. Almost like FTR is have like that, that no fit, you know that the no flips just fist kind of mentality, where they just they where they're in the ring to wrestle, and then you bring back like like the double team moves, you make them almost like a WCW tag team. Yeah, no, I like that idea. Um, it, it kind of you kind of bring it into the whole old school like Kurt Angle's team. You know, when Kurt Angle had him, Charlie Haas, Shelton Benjamin, you know, the, you know, um, the, the kind of like the American athlete kind of Team USA kind of feel to it. You have that with, with Gable and Otis should make a more serious, like, like an amateur wrestler, like kind of brain, like kind of like mindset, you know, it's like, dude, I got skills, like, and you're going to see them, you know, and we, we're not playing games. This is actual wrestling. We're, we're going to beat you down on the mat. Um, I, I kind of like that idea. Uh, mine kind of goes into uh, what we'll talk about with factions. But uh, for tag team-wise, I think what they really need to pull the trigger on is teaming J.D. McDonough with Finn Balor. Um, Ooh, okay. Finn Balor is one of those guys where a lot of people are going to say, and people might attack me for it. They're like, oh, I should have a singles run. It's like, listen, he's had a great singles run his whole career. Um, he's joined factions. You know, he's done the single run. <laughs> I want to see him in a solid tag team. Like we've seen him as the demon. We've seen him as just regular Finn Balor. We've seen him as the Prince. We've seen him in judgment day. We've seen him everywhere. Um, and bullet club, you know? So I'm like, I want to see him in a tag team with someone and who better than JD McDonough, a fellow, uh, you know, a fellow, what is it? Irish. They both Irish. So both Irishmen joining together and they're both hard hitting. If you've watched any of JD McDonough's matches, He's a hitter. 
And I like his style, you know. So putting him with someone with like high flying, quick energy like Finn Balor, that's a great tag team right there, you know. And it's not only that; it goes back to what I said about someone like Bailey, who, you know, is showing leadership to these younger people coming into the main roster. Um, and I think someone like JD McDonough learning under someone like Finn Balor would do wonders for it. And I'd love to see them, you know, just. You know, I'd like to see Finn break away from Judgment Day, uh, which I feel is sooner than later. It has to happen. Um, and I think with 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 JD, I think they can become this dominant force that, hell, maybe if Judgment Day breaks up, the story goes that, you know, nobody gets kicked out. And the only two people that are fending for themselves are Finn and JD against Damian and Dominic. You know, it's it's that tag match you can see because there's tension there. Um, it kind of goes back to the whole um, road, the uh, road dog and Billy Gunn facing X Pac and um, uh, um, I can't remember who, but for the name of DX, because they were facing each other because there was that match, that tag match. It's like who actually represents DX now that Hunter's not here? You know, it was during the time when Hunter was out with his torn torn leg. Um, so you kind of have that where, you know, who actually does bring judgment day, you know, so you got these two guys and then you got someone like Rhea, who's just in the middle of it, or she just goes, you know what? I'm done. You know, like she pulls, she pulls the Sammy Guevara, uh, Guevara card of inner circle saying, I'm out if y'all can't figure this shit out. Um, so Rhea's like, you know what, if y'all can't figure this out, I'm going to take my title and I'm going to go. Um, so I feel like you paired JD McDonough and Finn Balor, that's such a good combination right there. And I think that's where you need to have that, that, that twist on it, you know, where you're like, Oh no, you know, they're tag team champs, you know, Finn and, and, and Damien. Damien still has the money in the bank briefcase. That's true. You know? and tag so it's, it's, yeah. And they have the tag titles. I mean, judgment day has all the titles like Dominic's the NXT mm-hmm. North American, you know, Ripley's the, the, the women's champion, women's world champion. No, Dom Dom uh, just lost his title. No, he won it back. He won it oh, back? I thought he won it he back. Won it back. He won it back on Tuesday, oh, which was dumb. Why would you give it to Trick Williams for three days and then give it back to Dom? <laughs> it's like the writers didn't no know kidding. what to do. Yeah. Um, so they're like, oh, we paint ourselves in a corner. We shouldn't have done that. Um, so uh, with that, it's kind of like the TNT title jumping back and forth for a while until Christian finally made it you know, relevant yeah. again. Dude, at, least um, fucking, at least that title held on for at least a week or two. <laughs> Man, yeah, two days, but Not yeah, two days. But it's still the same. No, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm saying is that JD McDonough and Finn Balor becoming a team, and they've been teasing it a lot with JD McDonough interfering on behalf of Judgment Day and Finn Balor being okay with it, but Damian Priest being like, "What the hell, dude?" So, so I, that's my that's my take on a tag team is is Finn Balor and and JD McDonough. Watch Adam predict the future, and that actually happens. If it does, it does, man. I mean, it's so – once you've watched wrestling for as long as I have, <laughs> it's become so predictable. Hell, I'm, I love AEW, but it's become so predictable. Uh, dude, I'm telling um, you. It, it has. It has an AEW. You know You know, in a, in a match with, with Kenny Omega versus anybody of the Don Callis family, Don Callis is going to interfere in any of that match. You know what's going to happen. It's just so predictable. You're like, dude, this is getting over – and over just like on WWE, you know, Judgment Day is gonna pair off and wrestle a team of of Sammy or Kevin or you know Cody and Jay. Like you know, it's gonna happen week after week, and you're like, I'm done with this, you know. So that's why I like 
the idea of jumbling stuff around that nobody nobody would think yeah. would happen, but knows so, it's going to happen. So, okay, so let me give you money. <clears throat> so, right. I, I, so I was thinking about this. All right. So remember my thing about Ricochet turning heel, right? Okay. What if Ricochet were to turn heel and join, I don't know what AJ Styles thing is. The club? Join the, 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 the club, whatever. Yeah. So him joining with AJ Styles and him and AJ Styles running a tag team. Oh, gosh. It would just run through everybody. Bro, Finn Balor and JD McDonough would get run through with, with Ricochet and AJ Styles. Nobody... I, who has the who has the tag team belts anyway? I, um, it's Damien Priest and Finn Balor actually. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So Damien Priest is a is a problem, but <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I I feel like they could they could take. I mean, I, I AJ Styles could take on anybody. AJ Styles is to me one of the best wrestlers in the world, pop, easily top five. The fact that he's not considered top five is is ridiculous. And that's only because he's in WWE. If it wasn't for that, he would be considered top five. But he could take out, you know, he could take out Damian Priest, and then you get Rick shit taking out Finn Balor. I mean, think about that. I mean, but that, but that, and that is a, a probably is a heel versus heel thing. But man, Ricochet and AJ Styles together. I don't know if they've ever done that. I might have seen something on that they might have done that in PWG. I, I'm not too. I'm not too sure. Or um, I don't. I don't know if I don't know if AJ's ever done PWG. If anything, it might have been. If anything, it might have been New Japan. New yeah. Japan. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, it was, it was not PWG. It's, it's New Japan. But um, but I feel like they've ran together before, and I, it, yeah, and it would have to be New Japan. But if they haven't. I know they wrestled against each other, and they just. I don't know. Those two guys together in the ring can are just lights out, and they can. They can light up a ring no matter who's who else they're facing. They could face Samoa Joe and Luke Gallows, and they would still put up a five-star banger. You know, like just having those two guys in the ring together, uh, and I feel like they could beat whoever in WWE has the belt. And so, yeah, they could they could take over those belts if they. So uh, so 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 it's going against again I, again. I'm contradicting myself because if. Ricochet were to join AJ Styles, they would probably be heels to go against. No, there would be babyfaces going against uh, AJ Styles and uh, Damian Priest as uh, as the heels. So, uh, I saw I, man, but that that's the only thing. So, so, so there's a lot of things in WWE that you can't really cook up, right? Because there's these things of the heels and the baby faces, and you don't want the heels to face the heels. You don't want the baby faces. To yeah. face baby faces. So it's it's hard to navigate those things and how to turn them, and then to figure out the storylines to turn them right. So you gotta you gotta figure out a way to make one a baby face because I love that I love that idea because just thinking of it, I mean, right? I mean, I'm telling you, like right on the spot, Adam. <laughs> while you were talking, man, I, I was like. All right, I'm thinking Ricochet, and I'm thinking Ricochet and AJ Styles because I know I've seen them together in a ring, and it was probably yeah, it was more than likely it was in New Japan. And I'm thinking these guys together, since they're both in WWE, 
let me see these guys cook together as a tag team and let me see what they're going to let me see what they can do and run down the tag team division or the so-called tag team division give me them and angelo dawkins uh angelo dawkins and um all right the street profits give me the give me the street profits versus those two guys come on i WWE has so many things that they can that they can do and they just they choose to ignore it man they're just like no we want to we want to just talk you know for 2 hours and we just want to put on 5 minute matches like they could put on banger at their banger if they wanted to like they could cook up a whole bunch of things bro like we're over here we're doing their work for them i mean and they and they they just they just choose to ignore it they're just like oh no let's just talk for you know 2 hours and then we're going to wrestle for 45 minutes but that's my that's my take on it I, I want i want i would say ricochet and aj styles with ricochet turning but like i said yeah it takes some it would take some time to figure out the storyline to to turn them heel together against because i want them to have those belts right and and the fact that all all of them have the belts is ridiculous just make one set of belts right like what are we doing why do we need four four tag team belts like it's i don't know like that's just dumb on itself uh so they need to fix yeah. that for, um because if you want if there's not going to be two sets of tag team um championships then just make one just let us see them what are you doing like what why do we need four freaking belts why do they need four belts like just put one on one yeah if um, unless you're gonna say that everything's all together and then fine but you need to separate those belts, and yeah, that's another shit that annoys me, you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'll just say, uh, yeah, Ricochet and uh, AJ won for the belts. I kind of put out a storyline, not really a storyline, <laughs> but something there. There's something there that we can cook up if we yeah. have the time. If we have the time, bro. If I literally, literally, if we can sit here for three hours, <laughs> we could figure out how we would turn the storyline around. We could literally do WWE's job. Getting paid nothing, right? We can literally yeah. do that. I mean, it's not even a question. We can do that shit with our hands behind our back. Very funny. Very true, though. All right. So we have seen a huge influx in factions as of late in the WWE. And I feel like it's almost coming back to where how important it was in the Golden Era and Attitude Era. So how would you, how would you change one of the factions currently? To make it better, or or do a new faction, or change up a current gimmick of a faction. Uh, for me, I think again, this goes back to the whole breaking up Judgment Day. Um, you you kind of could do that. Uh, the, the 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 you know it, it's almost like what they're doing with the bloodline. They they still have some freaking remnants of the bloodline still going after three freaking years. I mean, how much more do you do? I mean, <laughs> you've already incorporated now judgment day into your fold um and for me i think this is just a a quick quick get together to basically do war games at survivor series basically is judgment day judgment day versus team of um you know cody um uh ellie knight um jay uso uh sammy zane and kevin owens um and then on you know that other team bloodline you've got solo you've got Jimmy uh, you've got uh, Finn Damian and Dominic so you got five versus five right there for your for your uh, war games I think that's all they're doing right now for it 
And I think after war games, and again, this is like you said, Lane, probably me predicting the future. I, I think you're going to see a little tear in judgment day where they break up because there's not so much more you can do with that stable. Um, I feel like they're all at their points where they're like, that's benefited them. You know, they've done what they needed to do as far as story wise. Um, I think you break them off. I think you make Damian priest, a singles wrestler again. Um, I think he's much better there as a singles wrestler um, because good Lord, his match against bad Bunny was really good. Um, Like that was probably the best match. Damian piece uh, priest has had to date. I think Um, it was one of his best matches. Um, uh, you know, Dominic, you maybe have him stick with, with Rhea. You have those two stick together. And obviously you saw my, my, you heard my prediction earlier of, you know, JD and Finn doing their own tag team. Um, and again, you, you know, you do the whole story of, well, which duo is going to be called judgment day. Is it going to be Finn and JD or is it going to be Rhea and Dom, you know, and eventually you build that story to where it's like, well, is Rhea going to wrestle and uh, with Dom in a match against JD and <laughs> and Finn, or does Rhea find Dom a partner to wrestle that match for them, um, or does Damien wrestle with them and then after they lose, Damien goes off and does a single run. Um, So you kind of do a storyline like that, or you know, booking like that where Damien and Dominic wrestle Finn and JD lose, and now JD and Finn are now just Judgment Day. And Damien goes off to his singles and uh, Rhea and Dominic go do their own thing. A la uh, China and a Chris Jericho or a China and an Eddie Guerrero. Um, So um, I I think that's the one thing you need to do with a faction with judgment day. But again, the the easiest answer I could have given was a bloodline Um, because I'll be totally honest, as good as it was, as good as it's the biggest story in professional wrestling it's kind of run its course. <laughs> yeah. As, as a wrestling, as a wrestling fan, it's kind of run. Of course, people are like, Oh, it's the best storyline. There's layers upon layers. And I was like, yeah, but at one layer, you're going to eventually crumble underneath because you have so much weight under that first layer that it's so just going to crumble. How long is that? So it's on now. I mean, what is that? Like two, three, it, three, it's years? three years now. It's about 2020. It was yeah. when Roman won the title in 2020 is basically when they started building that bloodline, you know, and, the ultimate payoff for WWE want is Roman versus Rock. But with now the writer strike ending, the Rock might be off the books again. He might be like, hey, the writer strike's over, so I might be going back to Hollywood to do <laughs> yeah. stuff. So my schedule's not going to be with open. John Cena, right? Sa- John- Same with John Cena. If the strike's over and Cena did say, you know, I'm going to be sticking around a little while, I'd be like, well, what if Hollywood calls you and be like, dude, we need you to come back sooner than later? He's gone. And then his uh, Peacemaker show. Now that the writer, yeah, 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 the writer strike. They they were in the midst of season writing season two, yeah, of Peacemaker, and so going to stay around for for much longer. No, so like, so as if they're lucky, the end of the year, John Cena will be there, and they're not getting the Rock. Like the Rock's going to be done now. With yeah, like you said, with the writer strike over, it's done. Like they're, they're not getting those guys anymore. That's why I feel like that's why they're milking the NXT thing. Uh, against AEW, right? Because I mean, let's be honest, they're they're doing this to get against. They're, they're trying to demolish AEW on the on the ratings on Tuesday, so they're you know getting the, the freaking Undertaker out. 
Oh my god, I can't believe that. But yeah, so I mean, that, I mean, they're they're doing that for that because, and I think they knew that. I think they know that. Oh, we got to do this now before um, before we can do anything else because now with the right strike over, I think that that demolished a whole bunch of things. I think that ruined a lot of WWE's plans. The fact that the writer strike ended because I think they had a lot of things that they were being able to be planned with the rock and Cena. I mean, you couldn't even set up. I mean, if they were smart, they would have been thinking, let's do Cena, Roman Reigns and, and, and the rock, you know, in a triple threat at WrestleMania and you get, and you would get everybody's money. You get everybody's money doing that. That's that's easy money, right? But now you can't do that because nobody. I don't think the Rock or Cena will be there by that time. No, I don't think so. And and that's yeah. why it's like that's why I go back of saying like the easiest answer would have been the Bloodline. But for yeah. me, it's Judgment Day because you start with a group like that where the Bloodline still has a little bit more to give, and eventually it's going to culminate at, at WrestleMania forty. Um, I think that's the ultimate goal. Um, they wanted Roman to hold that title for as long as possible to break some records. Um, so they still had a little bit left. That's why they keep adding layers. That's why I thought realistically, the only faction I can think of that needs to change or just dissolve is, is judgment day. Um, because you've got other stories with other factions going on. I mean, you still got, um, which is the weirdest faction. I still don't understand them on NXT, the metaphor, um, I still Who don't understand that? that faction. I keep I, I I don't remember the members, but they're called the metaphor. The metaphor. The metaphor. But metaphor. Yeah, the metaphor, because there's four of them, but metaphor. You know, but so a, there's a legit faction in WWE. Name that. Yes, yeah. Yes, there it is. is uh, the stable is led by Noam Do- Noam Noam Dar. Noam Dar. Uh Oro Menish. Jakara Jackson and Lash Legends. I have no idea who any of them are. Ah, man, oh my god. Noam Dar, I know. Noam Dar. I know, I know Noam Dar. Noam Dar. Yeah, Noam Dar. I've heard. I've I've seen before. Yeah. Some of the guys I never heard of. Um, yeah. So, but that's but that's my take on faction. So, very interesting. But like I said, that kind of change needs to happen. Oh, shit. Man. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty much on um, cue with that. I mean, the only thing I would say is. Um, if something needs to happen with AJ Styles in that faction, I, I I mean, I would say because I don't know, I don't ever see those guys, I don't ever hear from them. Um, you know, which uh, yeah, which is uh, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. Um, and Maya Yim is in that. Um, so I I don't know what's going on with them. I mean, so like I said, I you know I would love for Ricochet to to join with AJ Styles. So I guess, I mean, I guess the consensus. I would like them. I like him to join that factor. I don't, do they even have a name? The club. The, they just, just call the, the club. club. Just the club. Um. So yeah, him uh, uh, join the club. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that sounds so ridiculous. Um. But yeah, join the club. Um. And then um. I don't know. I I guess uh, have a a feud with with uh. The Dark Order, what are they called? <laughs> um, uh, oh, the Judgment Day. The Judgment Day. The Judgment Day. Yeah, have a have a feud with them. Um, that's the only thing I could think of, man. I mean, I don't. I, I I like I like Lashley with with the prop with the Street Profits. 
Um, um, well, then here's well, my I, question to you. And then, uh, you know, Bailey, I like Bailey with uh, the uh, with her little uh, deal that she has with them. I mean, I like that, but I don't like it. But, I mean, it's cool. So maybe, maybe another women's faction, I guess, would be another thing. But, oh, man, yeah, the faction. <laughs> bro, this is... This is harder than like a social study test in fucking middle school, bro. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of stuff because I don't really watch WWE. So I mean, I'm I'm having to yeah. come up with things on the whim here. But um, but well, yeah. let me ask you this, Mark. Let Let me ask you this then. Would you think it would be great, a smart idea, with my idea of turning Bianca Belair heel and joining her up with Lashley and the Street Profits oh. to feud with Judgment Day, Absolutely. or judge with, or or feud with the club? Oh. Absolutely, absolutely. Because, and the one reason I, I the one reason I say that is because I, I, because I want to see Bianca turn heel, and I would love to see her turn heel with, um, not not uh, what who, what was the ones that you said? The Street Profits and Lashley. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with them, absolutely. Yeah, I would love to, see, and then feud with the Judgment Day. Or the club. You could have them feud with the club. Yeah. Well, the only reason I say the, the club not so much is because I just don't know if I see my Yim as a as a as a person that can really compete with her. I feel like her and, and Rhea, you know, are the are you know like two giants that could match up. I feel like my, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't see enough of my. You, you, you would, you would be surprised with Mia Yim. Uh, she, yeah. you know what? She's put on some bangers in some other promotions. She's yes, really I, good. No, She's really that. good in the ring. No, and I know this for a fact. But WWE doesn't use her that way. That's the only thing I think that that's that's my problem is that WWE doesn't use her the right way. She would be, she would be huge in AEW. She would. She would dominate in AEW. She would be up there with Athena in AEW. Like she could, you know, challenge Athena for that Ring of Honor championship. You know, and I, this is the all elite zone, right? So I mean, I, I, I'm gonna go back onto that stuff, but I just don't. I, the way WWE, I mean, WWE uses her like as a as a little side piece manager. Like they don't even use her as a real character. They use her like a like a Penelope Ford or a Bunny. Right, like that—that somebody that's there, but she can't. She can wrestle, but she can't really win, right? So that's why I don't—I don't really like that because, and I don't even like the way that Tony Khan uses Penelope Ford and and the Bunny because they can both wrestle and they can both beat the shit out of you. So that's why I I, I, I feel like I don't like um, the way those women get used in that sense of they're a manager that can wrestle because they pretty much get squashed every single time. So I can't really take it seriously. Right. So that's, that's my only thing is that, yeah, they only put the big giants against the giants and they don't know how to really use those, those, those talents that can do the job, but they don't know how to really use them or put them at, you know, at the stratosphere of Bianca <laughs> or, or Rhea Ripley. So I'm with you yeah. on there. I, I would love that feud, but, if they if they put if they were to put my yim in that in that stratosphere of yeah I can dominate I can beat so and so like yes let her dominate and then let her 
let her show that she's like a big dog in the faction. And then boom, yes, we've got a big thing for Royal Rumble. Let's do a four on four intergender, you know, uh, tag team match. Hell yeah. I'm down for that. But WWE doesn't do that stuff, bro. Like I'm telling you, WWE <laughs> slacking, bro. They slacking. Cause well, my Yim, yes, yeah. I'm telling you right now, I love my Yim. And she can wrestle the hell out of anybody in that wrestling ring. And she's just not being used the right way. And like I said, the way Penelope Ford, Bunny, there's a bunch of women that are um, in AEW too. Cause I'm not gonna be biased about this shit. Like AEW too, they're 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 putting a lot of these women to the side, you know, when they're really good wrestlers. I saw a bunch of bunny matches in and when she was at Impact, and she was great. I was like, damn, well, like, why the hell is she wrestling more in AEW? Like, what the hell is this shit? Like, she should be, you know, going against the big dogs. Like, wh- where is why is she not competing with Sheeta and 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 uh, you know whoever else has the belt? Like, she should be up there like with them putting up dominant like 10, 15, 20 minute matches. You know, put up some bangers up there. You know, put the women's matches on the belt, but they slack too on the women, unfortunately. I'm but a, I went off topic there. I'm sorry, Lane. I you're good, you're good. No, I'm, I'm actually with you um, with the club. That was actually my uh, – that was the one that I would love to change. I would love to have a Japan-themed Bullet Club-inspired faction in WWE. I would have the, I would have AJ and Gallows and Anderson come out, do the Japan cadences they have um, when they're doing Japan promos. I would have them, you know, of course, I don't know we said a lot, but attack some of the baby faces. Like I would have them just, you know, come out. I would have them, you know, put like a uh, kendo stick in like the Miz's mouth or Austin Theory or Rey Mysterio's. I would have them, you know, defeat the L- the um, Latino World Order, get them nuclear heat. That's what I want out of those guys. And then once you got them to the point where they're nuclear heat, then I would love to have a club versus Imperium match, where if, if if the club wins, Styles gets a shot at Gunter for the Intercontinental Championship. I love that. Then- Talked about Imperium, man. That's that's crazy. But yeah, and then ha- yeah, and then have then I would have I would have um, the club go over and win, and then at Mania I would do Styles versus Gunter, and then the club versus uh, Imperium. So to have the I would have the two teams split off, and then your midway main event or your opening contest have that that have that Intercontinental Championship match. Where AJ Styles beats Gunter and becomes a Grand Slam champion. Why are we doing this for free, bro? I'm really pissed. I'm, 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 <laughs> this, this is crazy. I'm, because I'm, we're marks. Know, that's I why. I, man, if, if Triple H ain't watching this shit and, and Shawn Michaels ain't watching this shit and Vince ain't watching this shit, they they could just go to hell because we're giving them we're giving them content for free. We're giving them everything they need to do. They could fire all those writers they have. This is ridiculous, bro. I mean, the <laughs> things that we're saying out here is just absolutely ridiculous. The sense that we're making, we're not just saying a bunch of crap here, right? We're not just making hypothetical things. These are things that legit can just like happen on a whim, right? We can yeah. just they, they can literally do this stuff and start talking about it tomorrow and be sending this shit up. And set this stuff up for Survivor Series tomorrow, right? 
and yeah. we're over here doing, and we're doing their job <laughs> for them, and we get paid nothing, and they're over there getting paid hundred thousand dollars. I'm done. All right. <laughs> well, it has come to our final picks. Um, so thank you guys uh, so much down in the comments for commenting. If you guys um, are playing along at home, hope you guys had some great ideas. Uh, next week's talking elite. Um, if there's comments, I will go through and I will read them out loud on who you would change up in the WWE. So make sure you guys put that down below. Um, Adam, myself, and Mark will go through next week um, as we start the show um, to go through what you guys would pick to kind of follow up. Um, it's been a fun episode, guys. Uh, I'd like to thank you guys so much for coming out on at the time of recording on a Saturday when you guys could be out with your friends and or families, but you're sitting making a, a fun booking podcast because we are a whole bunch of... Got a beer in my hands. I'm okay. <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a fun one um, for sure. Uh, so we're going to go to the, the formerly black and gold brand, the rainbow brand or um, whatever. It's multicolor. It's, multi- it's multicolor in there now. I don't know. The multicolor brand NXT. And gentlemen, is it okay if I start us off? Because I have a really good pick. Absolutely. Yes. And it's not Brian Pillman. All right. So you're going to have to have a little bit of a buildup for this one. So I would have Shawn Michaels um, come out. Um, this is right. This is the night before the next NXT takeover. Shawn Michaels would come out, you know, get everybody pumped up, excited, and then boom. Then you have Braun Breaker. You have his music hit. He'd he'd walk down to the ring, you know. He'd just look at Shawn Michaels, and then just lay Shawn Michaels out. Okay, I'd have him grab a mic. And as he is doing it, I'd have him pay homage to his family and say, "Give me a f- mic." Have them, you know, have them like have it like almost be like a shoot promo, right? And I would be like, "Michaels, I did what you said. I changed my name for you. I changed it because you said I needed to differ from my family. I needed to differ from my father." But yet, you still allowed me. You still allowed me to hug him and say that he's my father on TV? I don't think so. Okay? I am a Steiner. And then I would have, I would put Shawn Michaels in the Steiner recliner and go off there. Okay? NXT TakeOver happens. Okay? He's in the ring. He's all ready to go. Michaels comes out. He's like, you know, I gave you a match on TakeOver. Okay? I gave you a match to start the show out. I didn't tell you who your opponent was going to be. Okay? I'd have him be that, you know, that 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 general manager kind of role. And I, you know what? He's like, and you're going to have a tough opponent. If you win tonight, I will give you a spot on the main roster at any championship that you want. But you're going to have to go through this NXT alumni. And then out comes Gunter. And then I would have just a banger match, slap fest, hams, everything, big beefy boys fighting it out in NXT ring. Okay. And then Steiner would go over Gunter. Okay. They would go to Raw the next night and he would challenge Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. And he would beat Rey. After a 15-minute banger of a match, two banger matches in less than two days, 
I'd have him beat him with a Steiner recliner, and then that would start your Steiner run on Monday Night Raw. It's so I like it. It's just so hard with everything that's so controversial with uh, Bron's dad. Um, that I mean, you look at situations like a Benoit, like they don't even want to mention Benoit's name on TV. Um, everything that's going on with Steiner, do you think they want to mention the Steiner name? Um, but I do like the idea of Braun Breaker becoming Braun Steiner, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's a cool <laughs> idea. Um, Pretty good. I like but that. someone against, here's my thing though, with that is the opponent, if it's going to be an alum, I, I wouldn't make it a Gunther. Um, okay. just because I feel like WWE has big plans for him, um, mm. after this title run with the Intercontinental title that him putting over Braun Breaker um, on his one night in NXT. Um, I think what you have is if you have an alum from NXT um, to put over Braun Breaker, um, that, that, that is an alum. You, you bring back what, who you mentioned earlier, Bronson Reed. Yeah. You know, you set okay. Bronson Reed up for this monster <laughs> tear on the main roster. And then you have Braun doing the same thing on NXT. And Sean's like, you know what? to fight fire with fire. That's what I got to do. Yeah. So he brings Bronson Reed back to fight Braun Breaker. And Braun's just like, oh. <laughs> oh. He's like someone bigger than me or almost as big as me that is also on my same mean level. Um, but I do like the idea of Braun actually embracing his Steiner name. You know, that's the one thing that I that I didn't I don't like a lot with WWE is changing people's names not realizing of their family history in the ring um but they stick to the ones with the big names you know like like a charlotte flair you know they easily could have changed her name to you know charlotte something else you know she could have been called you know uh charlotte smith or you know something like that some generic that's you know or, right because if you keep that name that keeps dude, like that would like have my parents entertain because my parents like grew up right so, you know you know, Rick and Scott, right? Like, and, and the Steiner name, right? So, like, if you had, and, and if they had that name, you know, even you say Braun Steiner, right? And they're, and then they would be like, oh, Braun Steiner. But if I say Braun, hey, Braun Breaker is on, who the fuck is Braun Breaker? Oh, well, he's like, well I don't give a shit, right? But if you keep the yeah. name, it, it, it entices you. And it's the same thing with Charlotte. Charlotte, you know, if it wasn't for the name, nobody would have keep back then and i'm gonna tell you something it was before all that plastic surgery and you know if it wasn't for that her name nobody would have gave a shit about her because she was she was mid when she was at nc and it wasn't until they changed the name and she got uh you know the other stuff i i don't want to i don't want to say too much but uh but yeah but she was she was mid as fuck and now that when when she got everything changed that's when that's when she got elevated and she and she became this like huge star after that. But if it wasn't for the, if she didn't have the name, there's no way. There's no way she's she's one of the four horsewomen. If she would have been like you said, uh, Charlotte, you know, Charlotte Blair, <laughs> or Charlotte, Charlotte Blair, or yes. Charlotte Charlotte Harlot, or something, you know, Charlotte like, shit like that. You know, there's no way nobody would have gave a crap. And I don't understand. And that was my main thing with Braun was that. Why didn't they give him his name? I I mean, I didn't grow up on the Steiners, but I knew of them. I knew of the the 
the Rock and Roll Express, the the hog, uh, what was it? The hog guys, the, the guys with the spikes on the on the shoulder plates. Um, Legion of Doom. Oh, Hello, Legion of Doom. Yeah, the Legion of Doom. Road Warriors. Like the, yeah, yes. dude, like those guys that I grew up on, right? Like those, like, those are those are tag teams that I know of, right? And then, you know, and then for them to just like disregard him and his name, I mean, not disregard him, but disregard his name and go Braun Breaker, like. I mean, Braun Steiner's right there. Like, just leave the Steiner name in there. But like, what 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 did the Steiners do to not give them a name? I could understand if it was Benoit, right? Like, if it was Benoit, like, okay, yeah, we'll change that name. We don't want Benoit associated with it. But what the hell? I, what what did what did the Steiners ever do? I don't I don't know. There, is there I think it comes there? down to copyright. I think I wonder if they had a copyright mm-hmm. on it and WWE just didn't want to pay for it. A copyright from who? From WCW? No, from um the. For the Steiners. The Steiners owning their oh, name. Oh, from the Steiners themselves? Oh, because they had their because they had the name like the way Edge and CM Punk have their name. Or yeah. the way CM Punk has his name, not Edge. But the way CM Punk has his name, they didn't want to pay for that. That's, okay, that's that makes good. sense. That makes sense. Then, yeah. Uh, then, okay. Yeah. Well, you're good. Like I said, it was just like one of those things that that's uh, like there's not been like official report of it. It's just of course dirt sheets and but that's pretty much what they've kind of came to the conclusion of. Um, yeah, because this is before you know the whole, but you know what? It makes sense though, right? Because, because, yeah. because, because they were called the Steiner brothers, right? Right. And so the, the, so the Steiner probably stayed there, right? As opposed to, you know, there were Rick and yeah. I don't even know what the other one's name is. I just, I remember Rick, Steiner. Rick and Scott. It's Rick, Rick and Scott. Scott. Yeah. Scott, so, yeah. Um, but they but remember when they come when they would come out, they would be called the Steiner brothers. They wouldn't be Rick and Scott Steiner, they would just be yeah. the Steiner brothers. So that makes sense that if they the and that but that wasn't WCW, right? Because there was a Steiner bro yeah, because Scott did did they both do WWE or is it just Scott? I think Scott just did WWE. No, actually I think they both did, and then they both did WCW and right. then that wasn't they broke up and then reunited impact, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, impact, I keep saying TNA and impact, TNA. same thing, but it's TNA, it was TNA though. I yeah. mean, TNA, it wasn't what was, became impact, so yeah, yeah, all right, all right. I don't um, know well, more. yeah, for me, it, it's very hard because NXT, you get different people coming in and out of it, and it's very confusing because then you get people from the main roster coming down for it. Um, I think the one person you should do, um, do a gimmick change on is Trick Williams. Um, this one for me was easy just based on Trick and what's going on with him now where he wins the title for three days and then it's gone. Um, you could kind of, you know, he was always this hype man and this whole like, oh, I do things by myself now. I don't need you, Carmelo Hayes. Like, I want him to go into like this dark, dark character of mm. almost like a raven, like almost like almost like an emo kind of like <laughs> yes, like mean and like everybody's against him and like like he starts questioning himself where he's like maybe I couldn't do it without Carmelo, but no, I could do it. Like he's battling inner demons, and like, like every he, promo, like every promo, he, like even now with he, the belt, w- no, without because he won it. Oh. And then he lost it three days later to yeah. Dominic. But even without that, like, oh, I want to yeah, start yeah. see him. 
Yeah, I want to see him start doing promos with him just sitting in the ring, like in a corner with just the spotlight on him and just mm-hmm. giving a promo. Like, and like, uh, like almost like how Swerve comes out with like that jacket and he's like moving, but he's got swagger. Yeah. I want to see the complete opposite with Trick. Where Dude, he's you like, know what would be cool? He's yeah. in a leather, he, he's in a dark jacket and he's sitting in the corner and he's just like, there's a lot of people that doubt me. And so he's like cutting that, so, promos, so, you right, know? So do that, right? So do that, right? So Trick's like sitting there and he's that spotlight and he's just sitting there. And then Carmelo tries to come and tells him like, hey man, are you okay? And then he just destroys Trick. I mean, he destroys Carmelo and just starts beating the crap out of him, right? And yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Right? And that's, and that's, and that's, that's the, that's the character I want to see from Trick. Not this whole like, let's get hyped. You know, let's go. Look, look what I'm doing, man. Like, let, it's yeah, like, dude, we see too many characters with swagger like that. Like, you got Carmelo. Hell, even Swerve's got it. It's like, dude, you see too many people with that kind of swagger in a ring. It's like, dude, you need, yeah, you need to be like this, this, this very like dark individual where you're like, like almost like hiding your face because you're like ashamed of what you've become. Like, and you're like, I'm gonna take everyone down. Maybe yeah, something it's something right? different. So that's so so. Yeah, Trick Williams would be for me. Needs like a, I, needs to change. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I say about us that we need to have a different act, right? We need to do something different. We can't just be like everybody else. We need to do something. <laughs> yeah. We need to do something different too. And man, I love that. I love that idea. I love that idea. And for me, so for me, for NXT, I don't. Man, I told you I don't even. I don't even watch WWE. So for me, for NXT, I don't know. I don't watch that, but from what I've seen, um, I think um, I would have to say either Roxanne. I, I, I think Roxanne needs to have a heel turn, or Gigi Dolan needs to have. I, I think that's that's how you say your name. I don't know if that's how you say your name. Uh, hmm. Either one of them needs to have like some type of heel turn, and and. Um, and do something big over there on the NXT so they can come up to the main roster. I want to see one of them come up to the main roster. I think I think I think Roxanne could tell you some time uh, over there because I think she's really young. But I think Gigi's been over there for a uh, good enough time. I saw some of her um, some of her indie matches, and uh, yeah, she I think she could definitely use a heel turn. Because I don't understand why she's been a babyface for so long. She needs to do a heel turn of her own. Because I know her own like buddy like turned on her. I don't know who that was, but uh, yeah, she can. She she needs to do a heel turn, do something big. I mean, I would love her to see like do something against Becky, and and challenge for that belt, and take that belt, and then go up to the main roster and say, "Hey, I'm the new I'm." I'm the real champ here, you know, who wants to challenge me for this belt, you know, on the SmackDown or whatever, you know, Raw, wherever, um, wherever Becky is. But yeah, I I would love her to see to just, just beat the, just smack the shit out of Becky and, 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 and let her know that this is not where you belong. You're, 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 you're supposed to be on the main roster and just shut the hell up. Right. Because everybody just seems so like scared of Becky from what I've seen. That people just seem so scared of Becky because she has a belt now, and you know, like they're like, oh, hey, oh, hi, you have the belt, you know, like shut the hell up. And I would just love to see just Gigi just come in and boom, just beat the crap out of her, and just somebody just pummel Becky, and then you know, 
take that belt from her and then like i said just go up to the main roster and be like yeah i took this from the man or i took this from <laughs> uh whatever becky's um gimmick is now but I, I i would say that yeah i took this from the men you know and i think gg can do that i think gg has the the talent to do that i think she's uh She's she's good on the, on the mic. I from what I've seen, I, I think she's great. I I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know she looks great too. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, but she could definitely do that. I I think uh, that I think that would be my main thing. Because I, I can't tell you too much from the NXT roster, man. You're but I'll just I, I I'll give you that one. All right. Well, that's gonna do it tonight for our gimmick shakeup. Man, guys, thank you guys for, so much for coming on. That was a lot of fun. Um, I hope we can do this again down the road in a year or two and see kind of where we're at because, man, there's a lot of things that can change between now and next WrestleMania or next, you know, Revolution, Full Gear, or Survivor Series, or even All In. So, yeah, we'll have to probably do this again sometime. Um, next week is going to be another fun episode. Uh, we are going to start off our spooky season um, with a couple episodes going back-to-back. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about our favorite spooky characters. So acts of like Danhausen to Undertaker to the Boogeyman. Uh, we're going to discuss them here on Talking Elite. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, doink. Thanks again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Evil Doink. Yes, Evil Doink. Yes, Evil Doink. <laughs> evil Doink. All right. So um, make sure you guys hit the bell down below. Get notifications of when we go live because we do our Watch long reactions to our Talking Elite episode here. Uh, don't forget our AEZ Canada every Saturday as well. They put on a great show, so make sure you guys give those guys some love on our Canadian team. Uh, we love their taste of maple syrup they give us on their on our wrestling. So go give them some love. Um, we have a couple of huge announcements coming up very shortly. Uh, Connor is working on a huge anniversary show uh, that he's keeping secret from us. So uh, make sure you guys uh, check out our socials, All Eat Zone 1, All Eat Zone on uh, Facebook as well, and All Eat Zone 1 on Twitter, slash X. Uh, make sure you guys keep up your announcements for that because we got some good stuff in the works. Um, Adam, Mark, is there anything you guys want to say before we go off the air tonight? Uh, man, no, I mean, for me, only thing is just uh, like and subscribe. Please uh, tune into our live reaction shows. They are awesome. And um, I know we got a big uh, interview coming up uh, again on Tuesday for our or our weird Tuesday show that's coming up for uh, Dynamite that's not usually on Wednesdays. Um, so if you guys uh, please just tune in uh, at 6 p.m. Central Time. And again, just don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. Anything you want to add in before we go? Yeah, no, uh, just uh, thank you guys for always joining us, um, always putting your input in. Uh, we always love reading the comments. Uh, we love uh, always getting new subscribers as well, so make sure you share it with your friends as well. Um, tell them that, you know, we're even though we're named after uh, a specific wrestling company, we talk everything. Um, so uh, share it with your friends, share it with your families, share it with your neighbors. Uh, but uh, we always enjoy you guys watching these things. I always enjoy it. Um, I always enjoy, you know, talking wrestling with Lane, and I'm specifically now excited to talk more wrestling with uh, someone new on our team like Mark. Um, so it, it's always a fun thing to do. So make sure you guys just keep following, keep liking. All right, guys. 
Well, we have talked to the elite. We have shook up the gimmicks. Adam, I think it's time you close us out tonight. Yep. And as always, and good night. Thank you.